Three, two, one. Great. Oh, you clapped. That was Whatever. a clap I heard. What difference I, you, does you, it make? Listen, Matt Palmer, you said we were going to snap, and so I snapped. And I just thought you were a better collaborator than that. But <laughs> no, you you, you wanted your your sound, to uh, the, your clapboard to be louder than mine. And it just feels like you're just insecure, <sighs> and you're just I, trying to upstage me. I see that you haven't been acting lately, so you've got to get it out now. So sure, do whatever you need to do. Have a little hey, dramatic moment. Well, we're going to yes. be doing a podcast soon, so I hope you're ready for that, in that mindset. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, it has been a long time since I've performed. It's been almost uh, six days. And, <laughs> and you know, this summer, darling, this is the summer of Matt Steele booking shit, and so that's a long time hey. for Matt Steele in summer 2021. Oh, God, are we using our third person now? Oh, my yes, gosh. We are. <laughs> that is... You're making a lot of choices very early on in the podcast, I must say. That's why I book shit, because I make choices. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back to another Two Gay Mats podcast. It's Matt Steele. And it's Matt Palmer. And we are coming to you guys from across the country, as we said we would last week. We are using my new microphone that I got off of Amazon so that my sound wouldn't be completely shitty. Yes. And, I feel and like it, it, it was a game changer. I mean, if you haven't heard our uh, Billie Eilish listening party episode, you'll hear the debut of Matt Steele's new microphone. And I must say, it's night and day. It's It slaps. It's a hit. It's the biggest hit. <laughs> it's the biggest hit of August of 2021 so far. I, can you believe it's August? I don't want to think about it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Matt Steele, how are you? How is Jersey treating you? New Jersey is wonderful. It's a little difficult because like the humidity is different and so my hair holds up differently it curls differently oh. it holds differently and you know that's hard for me i haven't been in summer new jersey in two years right so uh, you know i it's 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 a little hard but i'm making it through um i've done a lot i yeah. arrived in new jersey on like friday on um sorry thursday uh yeah thursday during the okay. day and it was like pouring torrential downpour which was very exciting and uh you know it was i came out here because my friend's daughter turned one july 31st oh and, that's and nice so, and of course she had the baby during the pandemic and uh no one has gotten to meet said baby so mm-hmm. she was throwing a, a one year one year birthday party for her and i was like oh you know i wanted to go to new jersey during the summer anyway to see family and to see my friends from home most of whom i haven't seen since christmas 2019 right and so this is the perfect time because we're all going to be get together and everything so i did see them but we'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast okay <laughs> so let's just say things things worked out a little differently than expected okay. uh, but no it's been really fun also my brother and his boyfriend just bought a house in new jersey because uh, they were living in brooklyn for a while but my brother got a new job in new jersey um and so they just bought their very first house wow congrats um, to them congrats to the homeowners so i wonder yes. what that's like may never know but you know <laughs> <laughs> but so so yeah and today I saw it for the first time I helped them move some stuff in they just got new flooring uh, so all of their stuff has been inside my family home uh, mm. <laughs> for the past you know however long so uh, it's nice to get rid of some of the clutter that was in my bedroom I was gonna say how was your bedroom holding up was it filled with boxes when you first got there it was filled with boxes when I first got here and it is still filled with boxes but filled with fewer boxes hey that's improvement and we that love is, that that is progress we are Progressives Absolutely. here on Two exactly. Game Exactly. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren taught us. Progress exactly. is progress. 
Um, what about you, Matt Palmer? How have you been without me? How's the apartment? How are the fake plants holding up? How's <laughs> Joanna Levesque, our Roomba? How's everyone? Everyone's doing great. The fake plants are, you know, living, laughing, and loving like they always are. Joanna has not been run, nope. so Joanna is calm. <laughs> yes, I, I turned all of her scheduled vacuumings off. Because oh, I, I didn't know they were scheduled. I thought you like ran her like, oh, now it's noon and like, let me start her up right on time. Oh, no, no, no. Every Monday, Wednesday, Friday oh. at noon, our Roomba Joanna Levesque knows when she should go. And so uh, I, whenever I'm not home to like set up the laser to make sure she doesn't right. go in certain areas or like pick certain things up off the floor so she doesn't run them over. Um, uh, I'm always like, oh, can't do her today. So I like turn off the schedule for that day. But Honestly, since- that makes me feel so much better that it's on a schedule because I was always like, Matt Steele is so fucking OCD. This thing goes off right <laughs> at noon on these days. And he's like, here it's time. And so that makes, I can breathe a little easier. I'm not as worried about you as I probably was five minutes ago. So I think Thank that's you. great news for all of us. <laughs> you really thought I was like that person? Yes. Like every, Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon I have to push the right button literally yes and I was like this is crazy but I just it would happen and then I would forget about it by the next time I saw you so it never was top of mind but when it happened I was was like man this is weird (laughs) but you know now we know she's on a schedule don't worry about her and well now she's off she's taking a a holiday hey if you're on vacation she's on vacation I think that's nice exactly um, and uh, my weekend otherwise was very good. Um, Jackson and I went to a nice happy hour. We've been going on like Friday happy hour moments. And so we did that. Uh, went to a place in West Hollywood called La Boheme. It was very good. And then on Saturday, uh, our friends Jeff and Jean also have a baby. And we just went over and like spent the day with them. We usually go over there just to watch Bachelor. But obviously they're like now one and a half year old is asleep by the time we get over there. So we got to spend a little bit more time with their baby and like hang out with them. I think... Being a new parent is very much, especially during COVID, is like, oh, my God, we just see each other and the child. So, like, we're just, like, having a normal day and, like, hanging out in their backyard and we played some Mario Party and whatever. And we're, like, about to leave and they, like, turned to us and, like, this was so much fun. And it was like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. you have no idea how amazing this was. Like, what a great thing. that. And I was like, we literally just, like, hung out with you. Like, I don't know why this was so big. But, you know, that just goes to show if you are friends with new parents or newish parents, go to their house and hang out with them. They probably can't come to you. Yes. But you just can go to them, hang out with them. It will mean a lot. Yes. Uh, and so that was my Saturday. And then today I uh, had... Went over to our friend Corey and Zach's. Well, it was actually Zach's home, but uh, we just hung out and like had a, a brunch moment because I hadn't seen them in a while, uh, Jackson and I. And then I came back home and we were sitting outside because uh, th- for several reasons, but one of which is uh, Zach has hurt him. Like he he hurt his Achilles and is in a cast and he might have to get a surgery. And he's like, I know you guys probably don't have it, but if I get COVID, that's going to push back my surgery and I'll be in this boot even longer. So we're going to sit outside, not inside. I was like, fine. But it's also like, oh gosh, it's so hot on the east side. <laughs> it's so very hot. It's and you very know, different on the east side of LA than from know, where we live on the west side. Exactly. There's no little ocean breeze breezing no. by over there. And you know, I'm not great with temperature. And so it was by the time I had come home post like the brunch, I was like, I am just going to lie down. I had to peel myself out of bed. And the like quote unquote thing I had to peel out of bed for was to watch the Potomac Housewives in the living room. And I was like, this feels like work. And I love this show. This is the best show on TV. But like, I was dead after being out in the sun. Like, it was like 90 degrees, 91 degrees. I can't live like that. No, you can't. And you shouldn't. I shouldn't. So the west side it is, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, the west west side and or just air conditioning, which is the solver of all problems. (laughs) Well, they don't have air conditioning on the east side of L.A., 
Well, they do at that house, but we couldn't go inside. We couldn't hang out inside. That was the issue. Um, well, exactly, okay, so yeah. well, for the first time in I don't know how long, we have a lot of news stories. So I think we, we really do. That. Let's jump I, in. And okay, I, I, I'm not sure about the order. So if you don't feel comfortable with the order, listener, I apologize. There's just so much. It all Why wouldn't kind I feel big. comfortable with the order? <laughs> Oh, I'm apologizing. I am apologizing to the listener. If you feel like I'm, I'm, I'm burying some higher priority items. I don't want them to be upset. You'll be fine. Okay. But you know, I, I always keep the listener in mind. This is for them. Of course, you're um, so giving. I'm very giving. So uh, the, what I've chosen to start with is something that I mostly need explained to me because I just didn't understand it. But Lady Gaga's new film, The House of Gucci, trailer has dropped and Lady Gaga's accent in it is literally all that I got from the trailer. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) that is some accent work. I just was thrown off by the accent. I have no idea what happens. I feel like we're in the 80s. I feel like there's a murder. I don't know the story we're telling. What did you get from the trailer from a film actor perspective? Please enlighten me because I'm I'm lost. (laughs) What I got was that I will one day in the near future be going on to my AMC application and going on to my A-list account and get, <laughs> reserving a seat for the House of Gucci to see Lady Gaga give herself the sign of the cross saying the father, the son, and the House of Gucci. Does that line make sense? <laughs> not much. Of course not. <laughs> it just feels from the trailer like, how is this already a cult classic? How is this already so campy from like a one and a half minute teaser trailer I just I don't know but I it just I watched it I think two or three times and I'm like I don't understand anything that's happening nope. but I think I love it <laughs> like, I love I it <laughs> Ridley Scott is giving the homosexuals what they need what they deserve Jared Leto's makeup is wild Oh, I didn't even realize that was Jared Leto. <laughs> oh, Jared Leto is in it, darling. Wow. Jared Leto plays. I don't know who he plays because Lord knows I don't know the history of the Gucci's. Of course. Uh, but Jared Leto plays a, a pretty overweight old man mm. <laughs> who does not look like Jared Leto, but it no. is Jared Leto in there. Wow. Okay. Well, something's something's happening. Something's afoot. House of Gucci, you know, keep your eyes peeled. Apparently it opens on November 24th. So what a good Thanksgiving movie for all of us to see. Uh, I'm thankful for that. You know, I, I th- know. You know, I think Thanksgiving is a sham of a holiday just because I'm just like, why do people go nuts over Thanksgiving? I don't know. But it's just the food. That, but that's what I'll be doing on Thanksgiving. And that's true. Now you finally found a purpose for Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> well, in a new segment that I would just like to call homophobes, <laughs> we have a few people to talk about this week. And this happened, I believe this first one This first one was starting to happen while we were recording the podcast last Sunday night. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's on Sunday night when we were recording our lovely little gay show, Baby was on stage at Rolling Loud, which by the way... Delta variant guys like are we really going to go to all of these like super spreader events and pretend that nothing bad can happen but whatever just, I guess you know it was rolling out happened it was booked someone threw a shoe at the baby which is hilarious to me he did several things that were horrible and like reminded us all that he's a piece of shit the first of which is he brought out Tory Lanez who is the rapper that shot Megan the Stallion even though the baby uh, has worked with Megan Thee Stallion several times and like has put out music with her. One of the main reasons he became as big as he was was his association with her, and he clearly doesn't care about that and doesn't care about women. And then he made a very weird <laughs> speech in which he, I need to, I'm trying to find the exact quote, but he basically is like, put your lighters up if like you're a woman and like, I don't even know, I apologize if there are children in the room, but I think it was like, if your pussy tastes like water, that oh, was what yeah. he... 
He said that. I forgot about he, that one. That was a part. Oh, here we go. I'm gonna address this. Oh no 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 no. Um, what do you know? What else? These oh, lights went up. Gay or straight? Blah blah blah. If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, or any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die two or three weeks, then put your cell phone letters up. Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your cell phone up. Uh, because, and then his DJ says, let's be real about this. Some of y'all are suspects, are suspect as a motherfucker. And it's just like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, there's I- this... This isn't a response to anything. This is just a crazy homophobe who's obsessed with gay people and obsessed with hating women just going off on nothing. And also, it's 2021. How are you that misinformed about HIV and AIDS at this age, like in this time? And so many people in the audience could be positive and you just shat on them for no reason. So you're now alienating anyone who is positive, women and gay people in the audience. Well, I just also find it funny that he's worried about people there having HIV AIDS when it's like, ooh, no, like when it should be like, oh, no, like put your hands up if like you don't have COVID. Honestly, it (laughs) should literally be like since you're all next to each other, raise your hand if you're fucking vaccinated. Like that at least has something to do with what's happening right now. It's ironic he's worried about AIDS when it's like, girl, you are spreading so much COVID at this event. (laughs) It's just what I just can't imagine the mind of these cis cis straight men thinking that like is this a response to Lil Nas X in the industry baby video like why is this so top of mind for you why is the idea of guys hooking up in the parking lot at like a super spreader event that you are a part of the for, like the biggest problem for you or something that you want to call out like why are you so obsessed with us like we, I have no I have never had any feelings about baby. I thought he had a nice smile and he brought some performance ability to the stage when I saw him on SNL but like I certainly don't like you enough to like let this kind of shit go and not say something like go fuck yourself you are not talented enough or interesting enough and your music's not good enough for you to be like doing this on such a public stage and also not to expect obvious backlash like I feel like this whole week has just been more information about like oh this person's dropped him like this sponsor's dropped him this you know they're not playing the baby remix of levitating on the radio anymore it's not on any playlist anymore and he I, he's like just doubled down every step of the way. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I. It's funny because I saw a tweet that someone put the rating of like his most recent album or one album he did next to mm. the rating of the the most recent Peppa Pig album, and Peppa Pig had a higher <laughs> like Metacritic score. Um, and people were just like, she he ate him up. <laughs> um, and I do. He, oh, go on. Oh, no, I was about to say, I think the one positive to come out of all of this is now we can make a distinction between Da Baby and Little Baby. It's like, <laughs> that's true. We are now Little Baby stands. We are, I we mean, are team honestly, Little Baby. I feel like in three months, we won't be hearing much about Da Baby anymore. It's like how Chris Brown still puts out music and it's weirdly successful in some circles, but like Chris Brown's music has not touched my ears in so long. And I no. think that's a blessing. It's just like, now we know we don't need to deal with you. Like you don't need to be someone like you were probably on track to be like a worldwide international artist. Like you were a very big deal and you completely fucked yourself over for no reason. Oh like, yeah. What was the reasoning behind this? Who are, what are you? proving what is what have you made better by that little statement that little diatribe you went out on yeah what does that do yeah dude like you were on your way up and you completely 
ruined that and it will Absolutely. not happen because the thing with Chris Brown is like Chris Brown was so insanely at the peak of his career and then the Rihanna thing happened and then it was right. revealed like oh Chris Brown no <laughs> but and so I feel like the people who still listen to Chris Brown are just sort of the people who are used to listening to him and just like yeah. oh well you know I was a fan before I'm just gonna have him on I'm just right. gonna keep following his stuff or whatever but with this it's like oh no 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 and also, it's a completely different generation of the people who were the Chris yes. Brown fans versus the the baby fans. So very true. So and the, the, um, this so newer du- generation is not going to tolerate that. No, they don't deal with that kind of shit at all. So Dua Lipa tweeted uh, or put on her Instagram stories. I'm surprised and horrified at the baby's comments. I really don't recognize this person. That's the person I work with. I know my fans know where my heart lies, and that I stand 100 with the LGBTQ community. We need to come together and fight the stigma and ignorance around HIV/AIDS. I do. I am happy to see that Spotify and Apple Music have replaced the the baby remix, which, by the way, was always fucking garbage. Like the baby's verse on Levitating was garbage. It didn't add anything to the song. There was no need for it. Like. Just put out the original. The original Levitating is lovely. Like, honestly, both those remixes are bad. The Madonna one's bad, too. Um, But uh, I'm just glad that he, I believe Boohoo Man has dropped him several uh, future um, events that he was going to be a part of. He was on the lineup on a few other things. They've dropped him. Um, he was dropped from what Lollapalooza, a United Kingdom's uh, music festival. Questlove of the Roots also came out against him, and then the baby was like, "I don't know who this guy is," and it's like, "You don't know who the Roots are? <laughs> you don't know who Questlove is? Like that's embarrassing for you. Like what a fucking idiot! Like I just, uh, I'm glad that people are being more vocal about their distaste for what he has done than I feel like they would have been a long time ago. Especially hip hop artists who are like, "No, that's fucked up." And like, we don't do that now because it's 2021 and it came out of nowhere. It was a response to nothing. I just, I don't understand where this came from. I don't care about baby enough. And I, I saw a great, and I saw a great picture of someone, uh, had, uh, photoshopped the, uh, still, a still from the in- industry baby video and put the baby's face on one of the guys holding his like pockets. <laughs> that was very funny for That's me. That's <laughs> funny. Yeah, I, I mean, I imagine it is a response to the industry baby music video. I assume so, but like yeah, that's, it that's also like the only thing I can think of. And if it is, then it's like, wow, Lil Nas X really ended the baby's career. I know by doing nothing, by not even by... saying his name. Yep. And uh, I believe he also put out a music video that I showed before you left. I showed you like the final still, was, which was basically just like, why, why, what, like it was all in rainbow lettering of like, I just want to be as free as you want everyone to let you be. And it's like the fact that there are people out there that think being a bigot and being violently homophobic is the same thing as being openly gay and both people have the right to exist in the world. It's like, no, that is you being hateful. It's like you're saying my being black is just as valid as someone being a horrible fucking racist like no that's not how this works i get to exist in the world and if you want to be a bigot you can be a bigot if you'd like you're not not allowed to be but there'll be consequences and you're seeing how that's going for you to baby and it's not great so yeah and it's like girl the consequences aren't even like oh you're getting thrown in jail for this it's no. just that people are just like no not gonna listen to your music anymore right I'm not and gonna that, like you right which is a common th- consequence of someone being a fucking asshole Exactly. Like you can certainly get fired for being a bigot from a normal job. So if your other employers or whatever way you're employed, you get dropped. That's completely allowed. This is not a freedom of speech thing. Go fuck yourself. Well, Um, I hope he learns. I mean, I hope I never hear him again. Um, Well, speaking of homophobes, Matt Damon. What a talk about a random quote. Like, 
why would you ever tell anyone that? I <laughs> why know. would you? I that is, know. So I'm sorry if you haven't heard. Matt Damon is promoting his new movie Stillwater and continues to remind people that he's the worst. That's funny. This 50 year old father of four daughters has said. Um, the word that my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. Let me stop you right there. Was it a different application? <laughs> what What did that word like? Were you saying were you saying cigarettes, bitch? Like, no, you were saying the same thing. Like, that's a different application. I made a joke months ago and got the, a treatise from my daughter. She left the table. I said, "Come on, that's a joke." I say it in the movie Stuck on You, which is like, are you really gonna run down your IMDb to your fucking daughter? That poor girl. <laughs> she went to her room and wrote a very long, beautiful treatise on how that word is dangerous. I said, "I retire the F slur." I understand. And it's like, that's what it took? How many fucking gay people are around you that like in your line of work that you never thought, oh, maybe I should stop using a slur against like that would be against them? Like I I just these people who are like, oh, and now that I've had a daughter, I'm going to respect women. It <laughs> feels like that to me. And it's like, that's what it took? You had to see your own like DNA and another person tell you like you're a fucking idiot for you to believe it. Like if you would I'm sure someone has pushed back on you since you were saying up until a few months ago, the F slur. It's like, bitch, in what circles? With whom? Like why? And also, why do I know this? You really should have never told anyone this. I I know. I don't understand why he started talking about it. And it's just... Even if you have no gay friends, which is a ridiculous thing to think because he's a man in Hollywood, of course, right. he knows gay people. And even if you it's just you are living in society in 2021 you and yes. you are working in the entertainment industry. So you must have some semblance of knowledge of culture in some sort of way. It's like, <laughs> no, we have this has been deemed a slur, a very bad slur for decades right. now. Right. I, I'm just I'm. I'm blown away by it. It's very weird. Um, it's but you know, weird. I guess better uh, late than never. <laughs> I guess. I mean, he's, you know, closer to death than his birth. So I guess now's a good time. <laughs> but you know? it's just, it's shocking. You know, you know, Ben Affleck's no angel, but he's just, you know, gallivanting on yachts with JLo right now. So I guess we like Ben Affleck more than that one this week. Oh, he's having I, a great time. He really is doing something. Um, so, speaking of actors, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, what did this lawsuit that she's filing yes. against Yes, so she has filed a lawsuit against Disney for breach of contract because um, when they released the Black Widow film on the same day uh, on Disney+, Plus as they did in the box office, she believes that is a breach of her contract. I don't have her contract on me, but from what I understand of the suit... Uh, it's, it says that ScarJo's Scar contract with the studio guaranteed an exclusive theater release for her films and that her salary was largely based on box office performance of said films. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lawsuit also states that Disney intentionally breached the agreement without justification when they gave uh, Black Widow a hybrid theater and Disney Plus release. Because it is crazy to me. If And the thing is, when I first read this, it was like, girl, how much money do you have? <laughs> like, how much have you already been paid for this? And Disney came back and kind of, you know, uh, fed into that initial reaction and being like, I mean, we've already paid her $20 million and she's getting more, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but then it's like, well, if that was the agreement, if the agreement is I am being paid based on box office performance and it's going to have this window of exclusivity that's kind of assumed when you're making this kind of movie to 
cut into that with a Disney Plus thing that's not really being factored into her payment does seem kind of fucked up. And it's like, I... I feel like, you know, it's very rare that I'm on Team Scar Joe <laughs> because, you know, she said she should be an Asian woman or whatever. <laughs> um, but I kind of think I don't again, don't have her contract. But if what she's saying is true about said contract, it makes sense that she is suing. Right. Well, it's I it does make sense. I think she absolutely has a legal case. One hundred percent. But I also yeah. think maybe Disney might have a legal case as well, just because. Because when this movie was made and when they planned on the release, no one knew that COVID was going to happen. So mm-hmm. why would they think, oh, we there should be some sort of stipulation that if there is some sort of other uh, way that this is released, what would happen with that money and would that count towards box office, blah, 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 blah. Um, so I guess like the language of the contract just flat out doesn't say anything about that. So I guess mm. that is Disney's defense. Mm. So I imagine they do have I imagine if I was their lawyer, I would be like, it doesn't say anything about that. Therefore, we are completely innocent of this sort of case and we don't it, owe her anything. I, I, I but I I don't know who will win in this argument. Right. I think. I th- I would definitely would probably side with Scarlett Johansson I, because I imagine there should have been some sort of stipulation in the contract that if something were to change about the release, then they could renegotiate or something like that. Yeah, exactly. It feels like, it, oh, now we have a new plan for how this is being released. Let's renegotiate and see like the way that it's fair for all parties involved. And again, I she's already made $20 million from this. Of course, I get it. But there are smaller actors. There are other people that worked crew that maybe the box office could have been a part of their deal. And if they're cutting so far into the box office with the Disney Plus of it all, and it's like, does that $30 a pop that everyone pays to get the Disney Plus release, is any of that going towards these people who worked on it? It just is... I, uh, I just, box office money, like usually smaller actors don't get any like points Okay. The box office. Okay. I would be very surprised if like they were losing any money. Right. I I mean, I guess you never know. I just, I I just, it's, it's just odd. And I feel like it is opening the door. There's apparently talk of Emma Stone is reportedly considering suiting Disney over the Cruella release for the same reason. Um, So it feels a little like, remember the writer's strike on TV that was like in 2007 when like things were starting to go to Netflix and writers would be writing all of this work and just wasn't built into their contracts. What happens if it goes to Netflix? What does streaming mean? All that yeah. information just kind of wasn't there yet. So it seems yeah. like this is kind of a similar thing. I imagine this the streaming will be built into these theatrical big name actor contracts from here on out. Totally, um, yeah. But. I don't know what the hell is you know. It'll be one to watch. It's I know. I really have no idea what'll happen in this case, uh, but I look forward to hearing because one day when I'm in my own Marvel movie as the mm. headliner, <laughs> I can't wait to see you know what gay redheaded Marvel person there is. I know they're going to have to dive real deep into the Marvel vaults because they will have <laughs> like gone through every single superhero under the sun. But you totally. know, I'm sure there is one out there, and that I- one is for me. I'm 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 excited to see it. Yeah, don't expect me to like work out for it though, because okay. Jesus, <laughs> God, I hope he's, they don't hear this. Be, then he's going to be a slightly lean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one would want you to work for a job that would be so high paying. The idea of, of you working not. for that would just be horrifying. So. He's going to be this first superhero with no abs. <laughs> That's that'll be exciting for all of us to yeah. see. Uh, well, since we're now mostly a legal podcast, I'd say right. Like I think we're. 
lawyers first, you know? Totally. Uh, yeah. I, I just want us all to know that Britney Spears' new lawyer, Matthew Rosengart, I believe his name is, has uh, filed officially to remove her father from the conservatorship that has controlled her life and finances for more than 13 years. That motion was filed on Monday, and initially the case was going to be seen in December, but it just got pushed up to September. So the wheels are in motion, guys. Like, I just don't see her being in this for not like for like this time next year, I think we're gonna have to we'll have had a free Britney party. I think it will she'll be done with it. I just am so excited that the balls are like the things are moving, that the wheels are in motion. I feel like there was so much time of just like oh Britney's just in it and like she's having these hearings, nothing's really changing. But now having this guy on her team seems to be a big win. So keep your eyes out for September, y'all. Lawyers are working hard, guys. They really are. This week, big, big lawyer week. Um, And just some news that I need to talk. I know you won't have much to say about it. There's just a couple of housewives things that I wanted to bring up. One is that uh, Rihanna was mentioned briefly on Housewives of New York this week. And because there's this girl on the show who's not great. Her name's Leah. but She has a fashion line. And she's like, Rihanna wears my clothes, blah, blah, blah. And Rihanna posted on Instagram a picture of her in one of that housewife's clothes. And like added Ramona Singer, who she was in a fight with. which Which I say, I think that's great. I love that she's a Bravo fan. But I also am like, this season of... Housewives of New York is pretty fucking bad. So Rihanna, if you are a busy lady, I understand that. But even if you have enough time to watch this like subpar Housewives of New York season, you could jump into the studio, right? Like get wow. get a song together. Like I mean, I just am thinking about she's so busy, and you, you know, I just feel like time management needs to be discussed in the Rihanna Fenty team if she's watching this like horrible season of the show, like worst season it's ever had, and it's she's now like episode twelve. It's like re because she posted that like when it was happening live on the show. It's like so you are sitting down to watch this show live. Oh, she watches live. Okay. She watches I mean, that, live. That is, you do have a little bit more of a point with the fact that you know she's watching it live. I did. But I love how you took this News for Idiots segment <laughs> just as a chance to shame Rihanna. Not shame. Giving us music. You are shaming her. Get Not out of shame. Here. I just feel, even if, if the post was about Housewives of Potomac or even Housewives of Beverly Hills this season, which is solid, I would have never said a word about it. But the New York season? Oh, my God. And watching it's truly a chore. Listen, Matt Palmer, I guarantee you, you have been watching a bad episode or bad season of television while you have been working on your albums. Uh, Not when I was, you know, five years out from my last album. (laughs) (laughs) And I have a full-time job. I guess she does, too. The whole Fenty line is her full-time job. Uh, But in the other... Housewives and Superstar Overlap News. Apparently, for whatever reason, Nicki Minaj wants to host the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. (laughs) And there have been tweets and texts implying that she's in touch with Bravo and Andy Cohen about possibly hosting the reunion. And I'm like, what? (laughs) How would that work? I feel like this is a slippery slope because I feel like this opens the doors for other celebrities to be like, well, I want to host this reunion. I want to host this reunion. And I feel like there will be such pressure for Andy Cohen to sort of back away from hosting the reunions. Will he want to do that? I think also these people who want to do it have obviously just seen the edited down versions of these reunions. And it's like, you know, that day would be 
a 14, 15 hour day on set? Like, can yes. Bravo pay Nicki Minaj for 15 hours of her time? And does Nicki want to sit there talking to Giselle and Karen and like moderating for that long? I don't think so. And the good thing with Andy Cohen hosting these reunions is he is, runs the company. He runs the network. He knows everything about this these women that there is to he, know. He does, yeah. I mean, he, he's an executive of executive producer of those shows. He's actually not, uh, doesn't work in the executives of the network anymore. Oh, really? He's, just, he's on camera and executive producing Housewives and I think like Vanderpump Rules and spinoffs of them, but he's more does more on-camera work than executive work by a long shot. But that's you know oh, I didn't neither know there. This. Yes, just so you know just so you know oh man they are going to override him and make him <laughs> not the host of these reunions anymore it's going to be all Nicki Minaj it's going to be all giant people I imagine Andy's a lot cheaper than Nicki Minaj I could see them doing like a little like I don't know 15 minute web short of Nicki you know to asking a few questions of them I cannot imagine Nicki sitting in that chair all day and going back and forth with them I truly can't Okay. But I, I could we'll see her like see. having a segment like in between commercial breaks where she slips in and asks a few things. That could totally, be cute. totally. Yeah. That would be very cute. And I could see that. Um, I mean, it's just this is sad, but Kelly Clarkson has been ordered to pay Brandon Blackstock nearly $200,000 a month in spousal and child support. Oh my God. I know. I mean, he was asking, I believe, for, uh, close to $500,000 a month. So this is weirdly kind of a win, but it's like, God, I just, I, we need this album. (laughs) We just need this (laughs) album. I need to know exactly how she feels about this man. And like this whole situation is just so messy and gross. And like, I feel for her so much. It just, uh, I just can't, I, it's hard to see numbers like that and it doesn't make you cringe. And apparently, honestly, from the court documents, it looks like she makes close to like uh, $1.5 million a month. So it's not going to be okay. that bad for her. But it still is okay. like, she'll be fine. But it's just, it's that's a tough number to read. That's a tough number to read. That is awesome. a very tough number. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else of note because we're kind of uh, running up on things. I Well, just one note. Walt Disney Company has required to all employees get vaccinated. And I feel like that's the only way that we're going to get out of this nightmare is if there are more companies and more employers that force their uh, workers to be vaccinated. And if there are more restaurants and bars that force people to be vaccinated because people just won't do it. Like, do you not read the news? Do you not see the Delta variant like ruining our futures? Why yeah. don't you just do it? Do you think, do you think we will get to a point where like federally there will be an executive decision of all People like all get, public places you need to show proof of vaccination like what France did a couple um, weeks ago? I think the the feedback the the reaction would be so negative to Joe Biden. I don't think they would do it, but I think if enough private companies do it, then we're good. I just I think those anti-vax people would go fucking insane. They would go insane. They would go insane. <laughs> I just, I don't know if Biden could do that. Um, and also just something to note, The X Factor has been canceled in the UK after 17 years. So the show that brought us Little Mix and One Direction and Cher Lloyd, lest we forget, is no longer on the air. Um, and, uh, you know, it will be missed. It was it just as weird because you think about that. It was just such a moment in time. And there were such big artists that came out of it, the Leona Lewis's of the world. And even the Fifth Harmonies here in the US. Uh, the Susan Boyle, darling. The Susan Boyle. Susan Boyles of the world. Was she X Factor? She, she I, must have been. Yeah, I'm she was. She was. She was. She was yeah. yeah, I think you're right. 
Um, and then just the last thing I'd want to say is just Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis say they only bathe their kids when you can see dirt on them. That is gross. I saw that. Yes. And I was just bathe like, your oh. fucking kids. Like yep. bathe, bathe them every, especially like, you know, who's gross all the time? Kids. Like, <laughs> oh, yes. throw them in a bath every yes. day just because like they're probably gross. Yeah. I just, and, and I was, and I was just like, oh, how old are these kids? And it's like, oh, they are like old enough to bathe themselves kind of like they're like six or whatever you know and you know sure maybe i I do love a bath i love you know a cleanliness moment but like does not does that not make your skin crawl come on just whenever you see dirt on them gross yeah because like how often do you see dirt on yourself matt palmer literally never i I don't know and if i do you know where i'm going right when i see it to the shower but it would happen like five seconds prior because i'm not dealing with dirt (laughs) yes no like dirt like that is just crossing a line absolutely you shower before the dirt can happen of course that's how the world works but someone needs to tell ashton mila that because wyatt isabel and dimitri portwood interesting names are not getting bathed as much as i would bathe them if i were their parents but like your hair as well you gotta you gotta wash your hair you've got to and like you have hair on your body and I, mm, 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 Ooh. Mm. wait oh my god i'm reading longer i'm reading longer uh quote from ashton kutcher read it out loud i it's really hard to read um <laughs> <laughs> now here's the thing if you can see the dirt on them clean them otherwise there's no point i wash my armpits and crotch daily and nothing else ever there are way more things on your body that smell <laughs> Then your armpits and crotch. I am so. I got a bar of Lever 2000 that delivers every time. Nothing else. I do have the tendency to throw some water in my face after a workout. Water on just water on his face. If I do not wash my face at the end of the day, I want to kill myself. After a workout, that's all you do. Oh, that's devastating. That's beyond disgusting. Like. Mila Kunis, I didn't have hot water growing up as a child, so I didn't shower much anyway. But when I had children, I also didn't wash them every day. I wasn't the parent that bathed my newborns ever. Ever. That's how. <laughs> ever. The way you, the way you just, gave to ever was. I just, as you're reading the sentence, it just gets more and more shocking. And it's like, I like Mila Kunis. I feel nothing toward Ashton Kutcher. I, I want you all to shower, guys. Yes. Like, if you're out there with this mindset, let me tell you now, from a place of love, you're doing it wrong. Just even, you know what? I think you should be showering daily, but like, you know what? If even if we're going down to once every other, I need that. I need that. <sighs> like, I will give you that. I don't bathe my children ever. I only wash my armpits and crotch after a workout. I throw water on my face. All of that is unacceptable. <laughs> Yeah. We can't be allowing that. Yeah, I, 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 the people who are just like, oh, well, you know, there are oils that like shouldn't be washed away, and it's like, no, I'm fine. I'm doing fine <laughs> washing away those motherfucking oils. I am surviving. I, I am thriving. I look much younger than the age I actually am. Mm. But like, so therefore, you can do it. You can you wash can away those it. oils and survive a normal, yes. happy life. Okay. And also when they say that, oh, there are oils that like are good for you or whatever, that doesn't mean you like let them continue for days and days and days. I it's know. just like, oh, you know, hair is healthy. Like if you wash it every other day or right. every, if you have like long hair for a girl, like every however many days is best for you. Yeah. It doesn't mean you just don't do it. Don't do it. At until all. you see dirt. <laughs> 
Okay, I'm I'm shell shocked, so I think we need to be going to a quick break. Um, but we'll be back soon with more Two Gay Mats, the podcast. I'm literally about to like wash my face, like in, in honestly, because it it's, makes I'm you... thinking of the dirt on my body. Absolutely, there's no other way to feel. Okay, we have to take a break. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. We are. It's true. <laughs> yeah, we both clapped that time. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. No one was worried. <laughs> Everyone was thinking about it. They were concerned. Um, so we did not get any emails this week. Um, so we are going to go right to uh, giving you moments, darling. But if you would like to email us a question, you can email us at twogaymats at twogaymats at gmail.com. I don't know what I said there. My brain stopped working. But yes, twogaymats at gmail.com. Two spelled T-W-O. Ask us anything you want, and maybe we'll read it if it is appropriate. It's true. Yes. Are you you ready? You're going to go? Oh, uh, yeah. But usually you ask me, Matt Steele, what's going on? Oh, my gosh. You could just, all right, Matt Steele. I was waiting for my cue. Okay, what's been giving you moments, darling? So I told all of you that I came here for a birthday party for a a one a beautiful one year old named Emily. Yes. Uh, so uh, I arrive. The plane lands, and I plane lands on Thursday. Party's at on Saturday. So uh, Thursday night, my very good friend Katie is like eight and a half months pregnant and wow. uh, she texts all of us and she's like hey guys so I know I'm like two and a half weeks before my due date but like I'm as big as a house and like my doctor thinks that I'm about to pop any minute so my doctor has like forbidden me from traveling and she oh. she lives in um, like King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, and my friend Amanda's house is in like southern New Jersey so Katie would have had to have driven for like an hour maybe mm. an hour, 10 minutes. Um, and so her doctor was like, no, please don't travel. Like you're about to push a child out of your vagina. Like, no. And so uh, Katie was like, so I'm not going to be able to make it. So we are like, oh no, Katie can't make the party. Mm. So then literally the next morning, Katie texts us and she's like, so my water just broke. <gasps> um, so her water broke. And so she was in labor all day on Friday and she was like, it's probably going to happen tomorrow. So, and it turned out Saturday, July 31st, which is ironically the same birthday as my friend Amanda's baby. Mm. Um, So they're a year apart exactly. So Katie had a baby. We love it. Wow. Everyone is healthy. Don't worry. But also, probably like three and a half hours after Katie texted us that her water broke, Amanda, who is throwing this party, texts us. (laughs) She's like, hey, so... um, the baby had a stomach bug two days ago and was throwing uh. up. And now my oldest child, who's like, um, he's going to be four in a couple months. He just started throwing up at daycare. So clearly my children have a stomach bug. No. So we have to cancel the birthday party. <laughs> so And she and her husband spent like a bunch of money on food oh. and all this stuff that like they could not like get back and all that stuff. So, so it's like, you know, obviously really sad. Um, they couldn't have this party and they had all this food. So I, 
me and like our friends, we were like, well, we still want to get together anyway. So we were like, oh, we're going to hang out at my friend Libby's new house. So me and Libby like went and Amanda was just like here, just like threw food at us, like catered food at us. And Mm. was like, take this. And of course, like their kids were sick and they were, she and her husband were planning on getting sick because they were planning on catching the stomach bug. So they were exhausted. They were miserable and they were starting to like not feel that well. (laughs) So, (laughs) and then it turns out that like, yes, they did end up like puking that night. Oh my <laughs> gosh. But you know, we all had a good time and I saw, you know, a bunch of my friends at, at Libby's and we all hung out and everything. But just on the way, I was talking to Libby. Me and Libby are like the two like childless friends. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Libby, I know we both want children one day, but damn. Isn't it great not having children right now? Like, aren't you, isn't this just one of those moments where you are just really thankful that like you have your independence right now because because when you have them, you just, you're like, oh, I'm going to spend a bunch of money on food. And then suddenly you're like, nope, that money just went down the drain because we got to cancel the party. I know. It's so tough. I know. It's just like, we're going to go to this party. Nope can't do it because my water just broke (laughs) like it's so i i do want children one day like that'd be wonderful and i look forward to it and i'm sure it will just they will be the the lights of my life right right now Mm -hmm. i was just so thankful (laughs) could you imagine like having a child right now like no i want to be able to go wherever i want whenever i want and do whatever i want and and just even if I choose to do nothing, I can do that. Right. That's yeah. a choice you cannot make as a child You're all, or as a parent. You always have to be like, OK, what does my child need at this very moment? Like yeah. your mind is always there. My mind can certainly turn off when I'm watching Potomac. It's exactly. just like, yes, this is what I'm doing right now. This is what I'm doing today. And there's nothing else pulling at me. No one else needs my attention gravely. Yes. And there's no one I'm responsible for. Which yes. is just a nice feeling. Yeah. And and I mean, I of course, like my friends, like with all their kids, because, you know, some kids came to Libby's house because a bunch of my other friends have kids. And and but they, of course, had to like leave by a certain time and everything. Of course. And of course, everyone loves their children so much. And it's wonderful <laughs> to see. And I love hanging out with their kids because they're super cute. But but I was just like, yeah, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm waiting a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, there's time. There's I'm time. Not re- I'm not ready to give up that independence. No, no, neither am I. So yeah. one day down the line, maybe we'll feel that differently. But right now, we're childless and happy about it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, me, you know, I haven't taken in too much new media this week. Uh, but I did want to just give a quick shout out to our uh, previous guest on the podcast, Danny Pellegrino. He recently had... His queen, Rosie O'Donnell, on his show, Everything Iconic. Mm. And it is a lovely interview for many reasons. Obviously, Rosie is a joy and it's always great seeing her in any sort of capacity. But like to hear Danny talk to her and like clearly he was the person that went home and watched Rosie every single day. And like that show was his life and he wanted to be on it and always like wanted a show like that of his own and like having his own podcast now that's very successful and having her on it was such a full circle moment. It was just beautiful to listen to. He was like tearing up throughout and he's just like as a young gay kid seeing you in this show that was always, you know, even though it wasn't overtly gay, it was always there. I felt like I had a place and 
it just is really, really lovely. If you want to feel just like warm and fuzzy, even if you're not the biggest Rosie person, hearing someone talk to one of their idols in like such a beautiful full circle moment uh, is just so lovely to witness and to listen to. So I would just recommend everyone listening to the Rosie O'Donnell interview on oh, Everything Iconic. Rosie O'Donnell lovely. is just one of those people who I did not appreciate enough at the time. And I exactly. look back and I'm just like, she was so fucking incredible because yes. she had so much shit hurled her way and she still handled it with so much positivity and just her just sheer enthusiasm for I mean as a musical theater fan especially just like there were like she was such an amazing Tony's host and she her show was so amazing because she showed she loves Broadway so much Mm -hmm. and she treated every musical that performed on her show like she treated the triumph of love which was a flop from 1998 or whenever (laughs) And she treated it like it was Hamilton. Like right. she was like, this is the greatest thing. Everyone right. needs to love it and talk yeah, about I, it. I felt like her show from what I remember of it and have seen of it was very much such a celebration of the people, even the non-musical theater people that she'd have on the guests. There's just so much love and excitement there. Like she clearly was obsessed with pop culture and like everyone who came on was so exciting for her. Yeah. And I feel like it's so easy as a host these days to be kind of jaded or kind of over it or kind of too cool for school. And she was never that she was always just like I'm a giant fan of yours and like the this is what I had of yours when I was growing up especially when she had people on that were you know that she was a fan of when she was younger I think she always she never seemed jaded or over it it was just such a celebration of the people on the show which is very similar to what Danny's show is now and so I just think it's it's really a lovely episode and I can't recommend it enough oh yeah she Rosie O'Donnell taught us how to stand yes she really did didn't she she did (laughs) Oh, well, Matthew, this has been so great. I love that we're just catching up now, you know, on a podcast, but it still counts. I know. I'm going to miss you because you're going to be in uh, in Mexico. Yes, going to Puerto Vallarta on Wednesday, just going to have two very, you know, uh, not strenuous work days and then heading off on my vacation. I can't wait. I'm yeah. so excited. It's and I will make sure to move your car before I do. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate it. I saw you left the key on the stump, which I appreciate. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. I left my car key on the stump. <laughs> Yes, thank you. I'm glad we've gotten that cleared up. (laughs) Yep, don't lose it. Thank you. All right. Well, I just threw it away. I hope that's okay. Oh, damn it. (laughs) Well, everybody, thank you so much for listening. It's been such a joy to talk to you guys. And we'll be back next week with more 2K Mats, the podcast. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 